0: Hey, it's Tom, and I'm back with Greg and Brian. Wait to hear some of the stuff that they talk about with about Amazon and e-commerce businesses. It takes us a little while to get into this episode. The first maybe 10, 15 minutes, we're talking about it before they really get into it. And by the end, kind of Greg and Brian are really sharing some good stuff. So the reason that we want to bring these guys out is. We really believe this kind of information, I mean, Nick and I have paid a lot of money to, to figure some of this stuff out, even though we are not selling actively on Amazon. Actually, I shouldn't say that other than our books, um, but we're not selling other retail products on Amazon ourselves. We like to be kept abreast of what's going on, and definitely the Amazon trend is a big one that we're still just at the very beginning of, and there's a huge opportunity. So if you want some information from people who are actually doing this, Greg and Brian are a great resource. Uh, they hand out some information about what they're doing at the end, um, just great guys, really humble guys, just really blessed to have a cross and very grateful that they'll come on and share this kind of information from us. And look, if you're listening to this and you're not checking us out on YouTube yet, go to youtube.com forward slash rockstar inner circle. That's where we get all our videos that we release. So it's youtube.com forward slash rockstar inner circle. This podcast isn't a video podcast yet, but we've had enough people ask for that, that it's in the works. Um, we we've tested out a, f- a few times a little while ago. We got some kinks to figure out. We will get there. Um, But in the meantime, you can get the videos that we're putting out at youtube.com forward slash rockstar inner circle. That will get you to our YouTube channel. If you hit the big fat subscribe button, then you won't miss any of the videos that we put out. So that's where to go for the stuff we're releasing on this chat with Greg and Brian. We go through Amazon e-commerce, get an update from their latest China trip. Um, Good guys. Enjoy the show.
1: Are you ready to live life on your terms? Is it time to take charge? Real estate, business building, the economy, health and nutrition, and more. It's the Your Life, Your Term Show with Tom and Nick Caradza. Are you ready?
2: Let's go.
0: So we are live. So it breaks your heart to listen to yourself? Yes, my voice is just... uh... Because you're not soft-spoken. Really. Remember, speak right into the mic here. Greg. No, I know. So Greg and Brian, Nick is going to join us in a second. Um, I think he's going to join us. He, Nick or may or may not join us. We think he's going to join us. Okay. But uh, Greg, yeah, speak right into the mic. Nice and yeah. loud there. You can move around, Mike. These are flexible. They move around. You're good to go. Um, but uh, wh- I cannot listen to myself either. So some people who come onto this podcast will say they go off and listen to it. And I just yeah. that drives me crazy. I can't do it.
2: Now we can really see how, uh, the all the people in television and t- the mm-hmm. radio you just how hard is this uh, to to do this
0: yeah it's not yeah. it's not easy stuff
1: yeah there's definitely something to, to being a professional on tv and radio there's a lot more to it we've definitely brian pull
0: it cl- cl- i gotta <laughs> teach both you, you <laughs> listen you guys are amazon e-commerce guys and i can't get you to figure out how to speak into the mic so speak right into the mic if you can't hear yourself in the headphones that means we, no one else can hear you either you're good okay i think we're good there we go um, and I was Brian. I was just giving you a hard time uh, about uh, not being a Mac guy, because <laughs> you insta, but because you're Mr. Linux and you use Windows as well. Um, yeah. But we were just saying you you like DuckDuckGo right now as a search engine.
1: Yeah. So it's just a one way to uh, keep some of my information out of Google. You know, un- unfortunately, uh, Google is really good at what they do, so they keep drawing you back, especially with maps. Like DuckDuckGo is no good for looking uh, for using maps, but. Uh, you know, when I'm just browsing around, searching for stuff for the most part, yeah, DuckDuckGo looks like they're keeping your information private. At least they say they are. So that's something that Google's not doing. And, and uh, it's kind of nice not not seeing ads for something I just searched for. That that still weirds me out a bit. You know, you go do a search on for like a book and then you go browse around the internet and suddenly, there's you know five ads on the screen
2: for this book.
0: <laughs> because there's guys, yeah, exactly. There's guys like us with our books saying, "Oh, hey, exactly. Brian, you searched real estate investing. Yeah. Well, do you want a copy of our book? Why didn't you pick us up on a you copy like of our your
1: book?" turns And that's, yeah, how, yeah. that's actually, I think, pretty much how I got into selling on Amazon in the first place. Is I I, was, I must have been searching for like how to make money, how to make money online, make money from home, trying to figure this stuff out. And then ads started popping up, and I started clicking on them. Eventually, I, I usually don't. Just out of principle, (laughs) I don't usually click on ads, which is strange because we use ads ourselves. But uh, so, yeah, I think that that's basically how I ended up getting into this.
0: I, I, I buy into the concept that marketers do ruin everything. You know, <laughs> uh, as soon as there's a good platform, marketers jump into it and just kind of ruin it. But there's also yeah. this is also to us over the years been a good lesson and opportunity. Like when pay-per-click first came out, it wasn't Google AdWords. We were buying pay-per-click ads from ah the name escapes me right now, but they were dirt cheap. And then all the marketers poured into it. It got expensive. Google changed their model, kicked off a bunch of advertisers yeah. and said, hey, you know what? we're going to raise our prices and here's who we want to deal with yeah um, then the next platform that came out that was pretty big would be Facebook Facebook mm. came out and it was yeah. really cheap at the beginning yeah. YouTube came out and started putting ads in front of their videos it was really cheap at the beginning so now we're constantly on the lookout for the next great media that yeah. will be out there where we can get in some cheap ads because the market moves so slowly if you're a, if you're a sharp marketer you can get in there and get some really cheap attention yeah and even attention right now is still pretty cheap on a lot of these platforms I think so I'll, I think I'll
2: give you I'll give you one that uh we are actually using for our uh, product launching Correct. uh, uh many chat and uh basically a messenger
0: yeah oh so we're using messenger right but, now but
2: with many chat many chat yeah try this it's really what's, p- what's many chat it's basically a, a a program separate program that uh, allows you to uh create flows and uh uh audiences and keep keep your audiences it's just uh for for audience management this is the
0: danger when engineers turn into marketers they talk like you're talking Greg it allows you to create (laughs) flows like I don't even know what you're talking about at this point but I know some magical marketing campaign is running yes so so many chats actually the software you use to launch out a marketing campaign yes
2: and it's directly connected with your Facebook uh uh, advertising Mm -hmm. so you create an ad in uh, in Facebook but it's re- directly all the flows, all the uh, components of the, of the ad, or uh, components of the communication between you and the customer is handled is handled through ManyChat. It's lot of really visual.
1: It's automated too. Well, and what do you mean automated? There's some automated, you can set up automation. So, so if that somebody comes
0: back with a certain answer through one of
1: your chats yes, the yeah, next day. Exactly. Yeah.
0: So we're using, and I don't know, even know the name of the one that we're currently using, but we're using a chat based automation thing now that's probably, you're shaking your head. Mm. No, many chats better. I'm telling you. Are this you is a shareholder in many <laughs> You are confident <laughs> I'm in many I'm not, I'm not it's but that, uh, good. it's really, we should, we really powerful. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Because, and it, you know, I find it pa- powerful as well. That text messaging as a platform to communicate marketing mm. messages out. Remember, I said yeah. mar- marketers mm-hmm. ruin everything. Yeah. So yeah, it's totally being ruined. Text message is the next thing to be ruined because all marketing campaigns are coming out now through text message. Yeah. Um, but uh, I find it amazing at how much communication you can get with people through like a um, through messenger through text message chatting software. It's. Mm. It's shocking to me.
2: And the lead generation is just cost you uh, a peanuts, you know, comparing to regular ads. It's just very, very little. The
0: thing I'm always concerned when we look at some of these platforms, like we're old enough that we did fax blasting when it was legal in mm-hmm. Canada. Remember when you pissed off yeah, everybody yeah. sending out yeah. those fax blasts? Um, when we measured response, sometimes the cheapest lead didn't end up being the best lead. So what we found is that you can get a lot of leads cheaply through fax blasting, but a lot of the people that we were com- we were attracting through fax blasting in here anyway weren't turning into actual investors, and so the cheap leads really kind of weren't that cheap because we needed ten times those right. leads to produce someone. But I, I absolutely hear what you're saying. It's mm-hmm. just that's what goes through my head every time I hear like cheap leads. Yep, that's but, true. Uh, well, if,
2: even right now, I I saw I. Uh, I was looking for a a car, and basically I signed up for a a leasing company and uh, just basically to uh, uh, inquire some some information, and I left my phone number, cell phone number. Right now I'm just basically getting uh, all the messages, automated messages through uh, through, uh, the cell phone. So people are using various industries, not only selling, uh, you know. How
0: far away are we from all throwing our cell phones in the garbage? Like I love my cell phone, especially when I, yeah. you know, like when I want some information and it is handy and I find I'm very uh, good now. If I need to get something done, I can actually get it done on my cell phone even if I'm on, if I'm on the road. Yeah. Um, but at the other times, I just feel like, you know what, this is, this thing's making me insane now because the addictive qualities of the cell phone have gotten so good. Yeah. Like th- though the marketers on the freaking cell phone have gotten so good with their apps. Um, yeah. It's really tempting. Like for example, YouTube. On the phone now, the app for YouTube yeah. on the phone is brilliant. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm I'm using still an old uh, iPhone 7 Plus. The screen's pretty big. Mm-hmm. I find I'm watching my Leaf highlights, my, my all yeah. my Leafs commentary, Raptor stuff on the iPhone. It's like another TV to me. It's I, brutal. Like I, I use, hate it.
1: I use like a Google Docs like all the time. I'm out watching my kids do something, and I'll be sitting on the side. And a couple times I've been doing work and send it back to Greg. Like, hey, I'm all done. Like yeah. I'm just watching the kids. I'll, I'll finish off, you know, the last part at home. But uh, we got to drive home. But I'll be I'll be sitting there for 40 minutes. I can still watch my kids a little bit and actually do some work, save it, and get get something done. It's cra-
0: So it's so powerful. But part of me is like, what's this doing to our nervous system? Yeah. Where we're just always engaged. Yeah. Like you're constantly engaged. Yeah. It's just a little crazy.
1: I right? I have actually removed Facebook. Uh, I don't have Facebook or Facebook Messenger. Even though we run a couple of groups on Facebook only at home, at a at a certain time. Morning or night for a few minutes, I'll log in, do what I need to do, and then and then that's it. And then turn it off. Um yes, yeah, not even on my phone. Uh, same with like Instagram or Pinterest, not nothing.
0: It's funny this year, uh, so far this year, I've only gone on to Twitter if I specifically wanted to go to somebody's feed directly. Mm-hmm. I've never, yeah. I've, I haven't gone to like the homepage and just kind of browsed it because it just always, I get kind of sucked into it. Yeah, me too. Um, I've only gone on to Instagram like twice because I think one is like someone in my own family posted something that I felt like I had to go and contribute a little like to and that's the only yeah. reason that I went on. So yeah, I'm, I'm just cutting back. I remember when we got our Blackberries, Nick and I, when we were actually starting Rockstar, we had so much to do. I told Nick I was going to delete the email functionality off my BlackBerry. That was at a time when the only reason you got a BlackBerry. (laughs) Is that even possible? Yeah, yeah, it was. We could turn off the email uh, functionality from BlackBerry Mm -hmm. just so it wouldn't get incoming. You just uh, deleted the SMTP, whatever the server information that you were putting in there. um, And the email functionality would stop working. And uh, you just used it as a phone. Right. So, uh, yeah, we went to that that level. It was just driving me nuts.
1: Just think back, you know, those black pairs changed everything. Oh, Getting exactly. email an email in your hand, in your pocket. Do you that remember was, that little,
0: do you remember the one with the little scroll wheel oh, yeah. on the side? Yeah. The that, blue one? The blue one. Yeah, yeah the blue I one. I had the blue one first. I course. had the blue one Well, there was, there
1: was a black one before that. It was horizontal. It was a monochrome screen with three lines of text. Mm-hmm. It was, and it, it was sideways. It wasn't even a proper like cell phone. It was basically a super pager with some text on it. That's where they started from.
0: Then I've got the pearl. That was when all the drug dealers just went crazy and said, "I don't need my regular pager. Look at this <laughs> thing."
1: And then from there, yeah, they the went pearl. Yeah, uh, with that the, wheel. Oh, pearl came a little. Later. Oh, that was later. That was oh, a nice the, one. I had I that, model that, that phone. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I had that model too. The
0: little little scroll thing
1: in the middle. Yeah, really like, always yeah. broke. Yeah, were, yeah, was, the the actual pearl part always broke. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah,
0: yeah, and then remember when the remember when the iPhone came out? Oh mm-hmm. my gosh. When Steve Jobs went up there and said, you can see your voicemail messages. And everyone was like,
1: what? And they could properly browse the internet. That was something that the Blackbears weren't so good at is Mm -hmm. browsing Mm -hmm. around. Yeah. Now you could touch the screen and, and browse around. Pretty naturally, it was. It was pretty awesome. We were
0: paying for uh, a service because Rogers didn't have it at the time to transcribe our tech, our phone, uh, our voicemail messages. Way back then, this would be okay. around the year two thousand and six ish. Now, if someone leaves you a voicemail, you're just pissed off. And now, in the iPhone, by uh, by default, mm-hmm. mind transcribes it anyway. Um, when I get all those phone calls, either from the CRA that's looking to uh, <laughs> issue a warrant for my arrest or somebody from China. Scotia,
2: Scotia Bank also. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Fraud alerts, fake fraud alerts, fraudulent fraud alerts exactly. are awesome voicemail messages that's to right. get. And I keep getting stalked by somebody in China who's looking for something because I get some Chinese person or <laughs> uh, some automated Chinese service that just keeps calling me. But uh, you guys, w- speaking of China, you guys just went to China. No, oh, actually, when was it? Summer?
2: Oh, it was in August. August, yeah, it was in August. So it's how like yesterday.
0: <laughs> so what was the? Uh, how? W- what? What did you learn from that trip?
2: I think the make? trip went, trip was awesome. Yeah, we had awesome uh, we trip. had twenty uh, people with us, most mostly uh, uh, Rockstar members. Uh, I th- I think it was a very valuable uh, a trip for for uh, uh, for them.
0: Well, what are they it's learning there? Like, I mean, someone describe it. Like, someone's going there. What do you like? What are you hoping to learn? Like for me if I'm going to sell something online, you take me to China. What am I doing? Am I looking for the finished product at these trade shows, am I looking for a piece of the product that then I take and look for another piece and I combine these two pieces and get a factory to make it? Yeah, we like are walk, actually walk going we so are actually going.
2: That. Yeah, we're going to the biggest uh, uh, commodity market in the world. So basically this this is like a 5 stories uh, high and uh, 5 5 kilometers long. About 70,000 stores in there in one place. So we we take uh, uh, all the people over there and uh, show them how to start uh, e-commerce business. So we teach them how to uh, communicate with the vendors, how to do shipping. Okay, so
0: Nick and I had this idea that we've done nothing with with a while ago. We thought, okay, if we're going to start a product, we should start with a little free kind of giveaway enticer thing. And we thought, why don't we make, you know, inside those um, protein shake bottles, there's mm-hmm. that little wire ball. Yeah. Yep. The little wire, kind of squeezable little ball thing that you can kind of put in there. Yeah. I'm like, why don't we make something that's not like a little different, but. You get different sizes mm-hmm. so that we can get like one f- for a full size shaker bottle, but we can get one. See the water bottles that we have in front of us right now? You can get little one. Maybe we can make little ones mm-hmm. that you can put in. So if somebody puts in some, some powder, powder inside their mm-hmm. drink, they just drop in this little shaker ball mm-hmm. and they can turn any bo- water bottle of any sort into a shaker bottle. And we'll just kind of give that away as a lead generator almost, and then we'll build a whole water bottle, a beautiful water bottle mm-hmm, around mm-hmm. it and all that kind of stuff. So if we did that I went to China with you and I'm like, hey, Greg, Brian, I need to get someone to build me some kind of like wire ball that's kind of, I want five sizes. What, are, what am I doing? I go to the trade show with you and then we just start walking up and down the aisles looking for a vendor of like wire
2: it's actually, uh, uh, you have already the idea and uh, uh, what we always do, we, we talk with our uh, sourcing agent. And before we show up in China, basically they are uh, sourcing the potential companies that they can produce uh, those type of uh, products.
0: So the sourcing agent somebody you hire here from uh online we hire,
2: no we hire uh, we are working with uh, uh, right now with one uh, sourcing company in china which is uh, directly in the city they are working every day uh, on the market so they know the market uh, uh, in and out they know a lot of, of their uh, uh, the companies and uh, they're just helping us uh, so- source any product that we want so that would be the same, exactly the so same do thing.
0: So do I skip these trade shows that you guys do then? Because I can just get the sourcing agent to say, hey, look, this is what I need. Go find me the factory yes. that's going to do yeah. this. Yeah,
1: you don't, ha- you don't have to show up there if you know exactly what you want. You can get the agent to go look for it. Where
0: why, why, and I want the agent because he knows the best factories to work with and where I'm not going to get ripped off. Mm-hmm. That,
1: that's right. And some products, while there's 70,000 stores and millions of products, Not everything is there in the same, uh, all in one place. Well, there's millions of products there and you can find lots of things, but sometimes when you have an exact thing in mind, it needs to be sized and colored and whatever the specs are, you know exactly what you want already. So you can go out looking for factories that already are doing this. That's, That's where I would start. Where going to China really helps is if you want to, say, combine things together. You've got that ball and maybe you want the cup And you can go all in one place and say, okay, so this store will do the ball part. And this guy right next to him, they do the cups. So let's put that together. If you try to do that from here, oftentimes the wire guy over here is, uh, they only make wire stuff. And then the lady over here that's doing the cups, she only makes cup and plastic products. So putting them together on your own from, from here is a pain. It takes a long time if you ever even manage to put it okay, together. Okay, so
0: the real opportunity in this market is just bringing, those, the, bringing the, the, the product together. You being the middleman who's just combining two, th- two, th- two, three items together and making yeah. a product of some sort. That's, that's, that's really the missing link at this point.
1: That, that's a That's a huge part of it for yeah. sure. And then you've got the customization part. Since you already know what you want to do, you don't have to do that part. But for people that still want to customize, don't have, they have a good idea of what they want, but it's not nailed down, you need to be in front of a manufacturer that does this every day. Doing this over email using videos and pictures is is painful. It takes a long time and you often don't get it right. Like you probably won't get it right the first one, two or three times you attempt to do it for any given product. And sometimes that takes days or weeks to go back and forth. It would be very
2: costly as well to do all these prototypes and yeah. uh, just to get the idea across When I go there, everybody. how much time
0: do I have to spend there to do this? So let's say I say, yeah, I want these little wire balls and I also want a shaker bottle of some sort. Mm-hmm. I go to this trade show with you guys. I find somebody who can make some wire balls. I find somebody who has some shaker bottles already. I want them customized. Then am I doing this in real time with them? Like how long are they going to take to make a prototype? I'm just going to describe what I want and then leave, correct?
2: It, it's the D- depends on a p- uh, on a product. Sometimes, if we uh, know what we want, and they actually the manufacture, they can produce uh, within let's say six days. So by the time we're almost uh, ready to go home, we can see the prototype uh, in, and you can touch it. You can you can see in your hands. That's insane yeah. to me. In some okay. cases,
1: within a couple of days, yeah, they'll have the prototypes back to you. Okay. They'll have it in the store, and you just go back to the store and have a look. So, yeah, this is almost right. Can when you, make you this say part the store, bigger? do
0: you mean the, the booth at the trade show? The booth show? at the yeah, trade okay. show. Yeah. Okay.
1: So, so it's a permanent trade show. So they actually have like, it's like a, a small store. Some of them are actually large. Oh, got it. Okay. It's, so they're kind of, they're, they're fairly permanently set up. It's not just an open trade show. They've actually, for the most part, have walls okay. and, a, and a front door. Both that doors. Of, yeah. Okay, got down.
0: it. Which city is the ones you go to? Yiwu. Yiwu. You've Iwu. told me that before. Okay. You go to Yiwu. Oh, I feel I feel like I want to say Ewok whenever I hear that. But okay, <laughs> yeah. okay, um, but okay. So you go there, you get that, and then the next step of getting my prototype is saying, okay, I want to order a whole whack of these things. Correct. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, you let them know how many uh, do you want, and that's going to determine basically your, your price at that point.
0: Yeah, got it. Okay, and then all the fun comes on from Amazon and stuff. Yeah, the
2: beauty of this uh, going there direct because many times uh, it's not only you will be. Talking with the manufacturer, but uh, for any manufacturer which is close by, you can visit the factory. Mm-hmm. You can go and see how they are doing. So you what
0: go off-site, so You leave the trade show and you yeah. actually go to the factory. Yeah. yeah,
2: within within an hour of a bullet train ride, it's uh, it's you can go probably about uh, 400, 500 kilometers. Is this away. stuff you guys have done? Yeah, we've done uh, either before. Mm-hmm. I've I went to a few factories before. Brian also. Uh, before the trade show and who's uh,
0: doing the translation for you
2: we have the agents so basically they uh they speak fluent uh English so when you
0: go over you're going over for what a week 10 days
2: yeah about seven we always go somewhere else as well like we go to Shanghai this time we're going to be uh, going to Canton in Guangzhou so it's uh, close to Hong Kong but uh, we always go somewhere And then product packaging,
0: else. once I have my product, how do I know what the Amazon minimum standards for product packaging are? They've published that somewhere on their site?
1: Yeah, yeah, they're, they're clearly, clearly published. And then you can choose to go from like super simple all the way through to really fancy, sturdy boxes. You can choose to figure that out. You, know, you can do whatever you want with them. Uh, we usually start really simple. Um, like all my stuff is actually really ugly packaged way I look at it is, people already bought it. They're not looking at it on a shelf. It's bought online. They like the product. Why would I have a fancy uh, and box? And are you make,
0: uh, as part of the reason you're making the box and stuff ugly because you don't know if the product's going to sell? Like but you're mm-hmm. just testing it out, basically. Because if something sells, isn't yeah. your whole idea still to get people off of? Because you're, are you still, are you guys still proponents of using Amazon to launch off an e-commerce business?
1: Yeah, it's just because half the traffic online is is there, at least in the Western world, half, half of it's the. there.
0: Like half of all internet traffic, half the ha- buyers. Half of half all purchases online. Half of all online purchases are going through Amazon. Yeah.
1: In fact, more. It's over half.
0: Yeah, right now a little bit more. Half of everything's going through Amazon.
1: Jesus. Oh okay. yeah. All, okay. Uh, so, all sales. so then
0: you do some ugly packaging. But if something pulls, I wanna build a brand isn't I know we've talked about this before, but has anything changed? You still want to b- build a brand oh, yeah, and pull definitely. them off Amazon. So you're gonna start then building this brand and trying to pull them off of Amazon, right? For
1: for the stuff that's working. But before that, we try not to waste the time or, or the effort. Once you see something starting to work, okay, now fix up the packaging, put some inserts in place, create a web, make sure you have a website where people can go to and register for your warranty or register for new products that you're releasing. People, if they like your stuff, what they just bought, they'll probably like other stuff that you created as well for that same or similar. So your ins-
0: your insert is promoting other products yeah. that you have in your brand for that particular brand, I guess. Also right. the
2: w- the website. So uh, we have uh, offline uh, off Amazon uh, um, e commerce store. So with which we basically. Uh, Advertise through the inserts as well yeah
0: because i would just be putting a massive discount coupon oh, of yes, some yeah. sort to say hey you want to buy the next item from me go to the website don't go back to amazon that's right because right? the only hope <laughs> i have of purchase getting their contact information directly is if they buy direct from my own website not through amazon you got correct
1: it. Yeah, exactly okay
0: so that's still the play that's still build yeah. off of amazon try to get people off what is amazon doing to try to crush that they must like hate that people are doing that no
1: well, they have lots in place, so you can't directly email customers unless it's related to that order, and they, they scan the emails. You can't direct people off of Amazon in those emails. You can't put links in there or outside email addresses, so they scan, filter, and they'll block and ban you from the platform very quickly. So I think it's a three-strike-you're-out kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, you, you can't you can't mess around with uh, so the email can only people.
0: say hey hope you know you, you enjoy this if you have any questions let us know can you put an email address in there no nothing they're gonna see even even if
2: you put email it will be wiped out anyway automatically got it so the only way they can the customer can get
0: back to you is through this response because I've gotten those emails before I generally ignore them but you, is to reply back and that goes into the Amazon kind of inbox for your account where you can communicate to customers through. You
2: always ask to, uh, to give us some feedback for the product and then you can just can, uh, not manipulate, you just uh, basically politely ask for a, for a review. You always can ask for a review but not really a positive review.
0: Yeah, got it. Okay, cuz uh, even if you're asking for positive reviews Amazon it's is going to exa- block that. It's against as
2: well. the uh, right. the terms of service.
0: Okay, so Amazon's basically helping everybody sell stuff through their platform. It's a positive to them. Yeah. I just they must constantly just be worried about loot. This must be a constant threat to them. It's weird. They have this open model. Like it's kind of brilliant. They have this open model where it's this platform where everyone's allowed to sell through it. Yeah. You know, they have their criteria obviously. But at the same time, because it's so open, it leaves these opportunities for other things, for people to pull, you know, pull people off of.
1: Yeah, right. it is amazing because, m- again, you know, more than half of their own revenue is actually from people like us. Yeah. So uh, while they want and us to And it's like
2: cra- uh, quadrupled from uh, like from four years ago.
1: So it's a really strange situation that everybody's in because Amazon needs us because we're over half the revenue. On Amazon's platform is uh, people like us selling okay.
0: our stuff on Amazon. And you guys are referred to as resellers on Amazon? Is that how they call uh, you? Sellers. Oh, you're sell- sorry, sellers. Yeah, 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 sellers. Yeah, okay.
2: They're resellers as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. If you, but you're uh,
0: selling directly on the Amazon platform. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: yeah. Yeah. At the same time, they need to protect their, their customer. And that's what I think Amazon's been really good at. They're always on the, on the side of the customer, not the vendors, not the sellers. They're not really on our side. It's a nice platform for us to use, it's an amazing platform, but they're not necessarily on our side. They've always been very public and clear that they're on the side of the customer.
0: So the opportunity that you think for people is still to use Amazon to build an e-commerce business.
2: Definitely. That's what you're helping people yeah. do, yeah. right? Yeah, oh yeah. And, and,
0: and what's the latest, what can you share? I know some stuff you obviously don't want to share, top secret, we got to keep it behind the curtain kind of thing, but what kind of stuff, Like, are your businesses still growing on Amazon? Where are you guys at? What can you share?
2: Uh,
1: Maybe you go. <laughs> <laughs> We're always launching products and, and new brands. Um, so I can tell you some of the things. Uh, so we always tell people, start off with smaller products, lighter products, within a certain price range, somewhere around 17 to $20. Start, start from there to about $70 max. But at the same time, there's lots of opportunity for larger products, oversized products and overpriced products. So a lot of my own products in, in the past Year and a half. I've been experimenting with products that were that are over a meter tall. Some of them are over 40 pounds each, like about 20, you know, 22 ish kilograms, which is about 50 pounds. Um, and price-wise, all the way up past $100. So experimenting in some of the different size and cost categories can be really good because a lot of people aren't playing there. A lot of God, people. Everyone's looking
0: for the cheapest stuff mm-hmm. that they can drop yeah. ship or ship over from China.
1: Yeah, part of it has to do with the way people are being taught. So a lot of the courses out there, are like oh, go small and light, cheap Bring and fast, and cheap, uh, ch- cheap and fast. Yeah, because they're they're e- they're typically easier to find, and your mistakes tend to be cheaper. When you if you screw up shipping something that weighs you know a, a quarter of a kilogram, two two hundred and fifty grams or something, and you ship a couple hundred of them over it doesn't hurt that much. It's not that expensive. If you screw up shipping something that weighs 50 pounds, you know, 22 kilos, if you ship a few hundred of them, if you mess up with your calculations, that could sink a business, especially a small early business really quick. So you got to figure that out. And then another part is a lot of times people are just going air shipment. It's super easy. You basically get DHL and they'll ship stuff over. I can call right now and say, I've got a shipment in China. And today's, uh, it's a Tuesday. By Thursday afternoon, it'll be in North America sitting ready uh, at a dock um, or at the front at your front door if you want, right from China. So people are, are, they got used to that. They got spoiled with that. But really the way to do it is go by sea. Sea is a fraction of the cost, but you have to plan months in advance, two to four months even in advance. So that's something a lot of people don't want to consider. Like it's a real business. It's not just a, make a phone call and stuff shows up in two days, it's possible. So what I'm hearing is
0: this business is maturing quick. Like there's an opportunity obviously to build business on Mm -hmm. Amazon, but there's guys out out there like you who are learning this business inside and out and changing where the opportunities are, or changing what you see in opportunity land and you are going after those opportunities. A lot of people weren't paying for the higher end items or weren't selling higher end items and weren't selling higher, sorry, uh, stuff that's uh, heavier. And you're seeing opportunities there. For it requires sure. more planning, a little more risk, obviously. Um, but that's kind of where yeah. where where the opportunity is. Interesting.
1: Yeah. I think the risk moves. I think risk is always a, a, strange, a strange word. Um, I think it actually becomes, um, I don't want to be contradictory, almost less risky if there's less people selling the product. So now instead of having 200 people selling the same wooden spoon that I was selling, now there might only be four people that are selling this. I don't know, two hundred pound desk. So my, you know, the amount of competition has dropped dramatically now. So my biggest risk isn't really the shipping; it's really the competition. That that's that's what I'm worried about more. So than how anything. long do
0: you think you can play this game? And I mean game in a very respectful way. Mm-hmm. You know, you're in there in this marketplace playing. I, I look yeah. at making money as a big game. We call it. Yeah, it's a game. Yeah, it's yeah, a it game. Means- so, um, what is the long term game for you then? Are you trying to make one of your brands stick and then build off of that and ultimately sell that, maybe? Well, like, what, what how are you looking at this for yourselves?
2: Yeah, that our idea is basically to uh, uh, start uh, on, on Amazon platform, uh, see what sells, what kind of products, uh, choose a certain niche, just go narrow, not really wide, but really deep. So uh, find uh, some associated products, which really goes with this brand, uh, build it to a certain level, and then uh, uh, sell it to a, uh, to a larger company that the, they will acquire uh, the, the, the whole company, and then they will grow it further.
1: So Tom, you, you mentioned about the, this industry maturing. This is wh- another area that the whole industry is maturing. There's some big money, institutional money, institutional investors that are coming in now and finding our little brands really interesting because we've now got oh, hundreds, huge thousands, thousands yeah. of people in some cases that are really raving fans of our little niche products. And they can easily tack that on for you know, a reasonable multiple and bring that into their portfolio of goods and add it to their other products. So that's something that's become uh i think a lot more mature that, that every day it becomes more mature there's more agents there's more of these places that are doing this
0: yeah like anything so the competition so how many years have you guys been doing this now
1: four years four, over, years. Yeah. Over yeah. four, over years. four years over four
0: years yeah. um how how are you seeing the competition it always evolves it's, it's kind of like buying real estate. You know, when we buy real estate four years ago and if, and if you're in a period in real estate where prices continue to gradually increase, yeah. you always think you got ripped off the day you bought the property, right? That's, that's, right. that's yeah. how real estate works. The day after, well, the first day, actually, you're maybe a little bit happy. Then the next day, you're like, oh, damn. I, but I, then two two years after, Two years later, you, yeah. you look yeah. back and you're like, why didn't I buy more property? Exactly. I'm sure that's how this must look to you guys when you look back four years and mm-hmm. you think, yeah. I thought it looked tough then. But compared to now, four years ago was so easy. So, this you're seeing more competition now. 10 years from now, it's go- like I'm just trying to figure out where does Amazon go here? Like, it's just every but to me, the big retail landscape now is like, remember when I think Walmart thought it was going to be competing against like. Well, they definitely didn't think they were going to be competing in Canada against Amazon. Right. Not in Canada, at least. In the U.S., I'm sure they were going to compete against their other re- retailers, the big retailers, Target probably Market being probably, one yeah. of them, right? But here, um, I don't think they saw Amazon Canada as their threat. No. But now they're looking at Amazon as their threat. For, like I, where does this? Where does yeah. this
1: go? I'm trying to see where does this go. I think it's from a number of angles too. It's not just like hard goods. It's also like groceries. Everything. And and, and then yeah, they just keep adding on to stuff. Like Amazon
2: inquired uh, uh, whole uh, um, whole food so, uh, store. So basically, uh, you you know. So here in Oakville,
0: they're asking for your Amazon Prime membership. Yes. Yeah. Right. I didn't give mine yet because I walked out thinking I could have. I think I could have got ten percent discount right. if I just gave my Amazon Prime. So like, have you guys done that yet? Like, are you just no. giving your email address? Like, I don't even know how they're giving your Amazon. Know. No, I don't. I, when I do it next time, we'll I'll do it. And we'll we'll chat about it. But yeah, yeah. think about yeah, it. Your Amazon a- Prime membership, you're now giving over at, at Whole Foods
1: yeah. I think when you're ordering groceries. So you're talking about what are the next big things is that Amazon is coming out of the virtual world and it's coming physical. And so they've taken these huge steps like buying Whole Foods.
2: And they will be buying more stores. Oh, for that, sure. And not only North America. They will go uh, national, uh, not national, international. Wh- why do you guys think that? Because everyone th- does this. Look at uh, the biggest in the world, Alibaba. They went uh, big to India, to uh, uh, to Europe. So that's the next step. And I think they are publicly speaking about this. Yeah, that I think
1: they're th- th- talking about it. Yeah. I'm and
0: fascinated to see what happens with Amazon. Do you guys remember? You're, you guys are. I don't know if you're. I'm. F- I'm turning 46 right now. Are you guys? were all the same age, roughly. I'm 49. What are you you're young? A L- little younger. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, you might not remember this, but Greg, I don't know if you remember this either. But do you remember consumers distributing? Yeah. You I, would oh yeah. go I to the catalog. Yeah, yeah. You would go to the retail store. Yeah. And because the internet didn't re- exist, this is how I tell my kids the internet. Art. I, I tell my son this all the time. I, I explain this to my daughter as well. But I tell my son, I said you know the the uh, Sports Illustrated magazine that uh, that you have in your hands right now yeah. that's like the internet printed off mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and he goes yeah that's a little dated you know I'd rather just get my sports news on like in his Instagram feeds or whatever he's getting yeah, sports yeah. news right now yeah and I'm like yeah that's how we read sports before it was the printed mm-hmm. off internet and it reminds me of consumers distributing because you would go to the retail store you would look through yeah. the catalog which was what basically printed off amazon.com pages exactly yeah you would pick what you want on a little order form they would put it in that's the right. little tube remember the the little tube that they'd put the thing it would get sucked yeah. up by some kind of vacuum mechanism that always baffled my brain and then down the little conveyor belt would come your product and i was always amazed that was, that was the most awesome feeling it was, oh, oh my, my stuff. gosh! there's my thing it's right there and uh that's essentially what's happened is just it, th- there's really nothing new going on here other than the media in which we are ordering products is no longer the catalog printed out in the order form. We can sit at home on the screen yeah. or on our telephone and order, and Amazon's just put the best infrastructure together. They've basically done what cons- Consumers Distributing was kinda of, sorta of doing, yeah.
1: and they've done it on a global scale. So I think it's that that, that vacuum tube and the conveyor belt has now become point you know, point and click uh, robots, and right now it's FedEx and UPS, USPS yeah. and Canada Post. But that's another thing that's that's definitely coming. Is Amazon's going to come to your door directly? They're already starting to do that. They've got a small I'm
0: army getting of that, people. Yeah, I, I have some guy pulled up in a Honda Civic with boxes japped up to. No, them, but that, that will be uh,
2: you know going into uh, Amazon's truck, you know, and then they will be delivering and. Uh, oh, you think yeah. they're going to replace the private they couriers with, the, with
0: their that's,
1: own trucks? Yeah, well, it's they, coming. They they, they have sh- they got shipping licenses for their own boats a couple of years ago, shipping boats, not not little speedboats, like shipping lines. So that was a couple of years back So they got approval for this. So that between the boats, between airplanes, I don't know if those were Photoshop, but I saw planes of like Amazon Air, or, or Air, Amazon Air, something like that. So I don't know if that was a real one, but I could see that that's definitely, that's going to come But that, so I
2: heard that they purchased, I think 20,000 uh, uh, minivans. Mm-hmm. So basically for the, flo- uh, you know, for delivery. uh, I mean I can
0: see it happen I remember visiting my uh, buddy In San Francisco there And I was at his house I think it was like Google was delivering From three stores For five dollars flat fee This is like five years ago They were Mm -hmm. testing Some of this Mm -hmm. stuff out And next to his Some of his items He had a little button That you pressed I think we have that in Canada Don't we even have that now We we do yeah It's for a a product Yeah I think it was a Tide And I think he had Two or three other ones Where when you run out You just press the button And it Mm -hmm. automatically delivers The next shipment to you It's like a little doorbell Kind of thing That you would just press But uh, it really hit me how far reach Amazon has when this past summer we were in uh, the Amalfi Coast in Italy Mm -hmm. and on a little freaking scooter with a huge thing on the back of the scooter full of just Amazon boxes and the little guy ripping up and down the coastal Amazing. road, like the little tiny road that's like treacherous yeah. to even walk on. He's going up and down with a little scooter, delivering off yeah. Amazon boxes. And I'm like, these guys are all yeah. around the world.
1: That's your global reach. And it's just going to keep going further. There's going to be physical stores. I could see them continue down this path. There'll be physical stores all over the world with the top products. There's already one in a, in a few downtown locations. Uh, right New now. York
2: and uh, I think San Francisco.
1: Yeah, so like the top products on Amazon are in the stores right now.
0: Those are the stores where you don't even have to. There's no cash register. No, the, uh,
2: it's
1: you just. I think c- these are no, they're fairly normal. That in that oh, regard, okay. just
2: regular stores. Yeah. If if the product is uh, four and uh, more uh, stars, uh, they would be putting them into the physical st- uh, store.
0: Yeah, got it yeah so the landscape of retail just being devastated by Amazon
2: so the opportunity for anyone who
0: is not in this or di- hasn't started a business yet through selling a product mm. it's still wide open we're at the infancy stages still so I think
2: the big opportunity is even for the small retail stores you know we always I always look at uh, you know where we live in Oakville so how many stores are basically closing down after its open opening date Many of them, it's not even surviving three months. If they would uh, go a little bit different road, uh, open a, a, a store plus the e-commerce uh, site, it would be a completely different story.
0: Agreed. It's just tough to get this information. Like, who's yeah. teaching this stuff? Like, you guys are... You know, willing to do the research to figure out how you sell this stuff. The guy or girl who's starting a store understands getting a lease. They mm-hmm. have a product idea or a little inventory. No one's teaching these skills. And definitely they're not teaching these types of skills in our colleges or universities yet. No. Like even somebody taking, I mean, your son, I, I'm not sure the specifics, Greg, of your son's course, but he's taking, I think, a digital marketing type degree. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure they're not teaching him the specifics of... Doing you know research on long tail buying keywords on Amazon, and then how to get an agent in China to source product, and Mm how to how to plan out Brian to your point three or four months the opportunity in bigger price products Mm -hmm. and and I guess that's maybe too I guess the argument against me would be that's too specific to teach it just to me those are actual skills that apply in
1: today's world I think all these skills are transferable because we asked earlier about. Uh, What's the opportunity uh, even in China? Well, the thing is it's not just China It just happens to be where we're going right now, but like Greg said like we went like I went to Shenzhen went to Shanghai
0: Where's Shenzhen
1: uh, it's a couple hours flight. But we're still in China? It's still in China. Okay. It's still in China. It's just over the border from Hong Kong. Okay. So, on
2: Shenzhen is called uh, uh, Silicon Valley of China. Got, it. got it, it.
1: It's crazy for all kinds of different reasons. Just the amount of growth and technology. There's, uh, t- like, there's markets where you can buy basically every part of your iPhone. Go in there and say, can you put this together for me? And they basically will. If you have a broken screen, they've got the, they're not just using hand tools. They've got like vacuum tools and stuff to do it like the factory would it's a different world. Uh, so I went to Shenzhen on our last trip in Hong Kong. Before that, we went to South Korea. Like, we, you can use this the same concepts everywhere. You know, Working with people, building relationships, figuring out the specifications for a product and matching that with a target market, that stuff is for every business, yeah. everywhere for, forever. I, I can't see that ever but, changing.
2: But also historical data, what it's telling Everyone and I think everyone should uh, should understand us like uh, Not even ten years ago e-commerce was only four percent of the uh, uh, Total uh, retail regular re- retail right now. It's over ten percent and it's going to double in uh, in a few years up to ten years and uh, it, It's huge everywhere you you look and see even going uh, like I learned today that Dollarama is going online, so wow. everyone, everyone is just uh, we're going to Dollarama just to buy, you know, uh, 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 a cart for one dollar. We're never yeah. gonna
0: leave our houses again.
2: Yeah, it's just uh, it's it's crazy, and uh, you know, you have to you have to go and uh, go extra mile just to learn a little thing and uh, uh, and and implement.
1: Yeah, I think if anyone has any doubt where things are going. It's like we're only at 10 percent of retail sales being online so for everything we just said and there's all kinds of movement and amazon's doing crazy things and there's been so much growth and there's a lot of competition coming in so you have to change kind of what you're doing it's still only 10 percent of all retail sales that are online that and that's 90 percent of all sales that aren't there yet most of them will be eventually but right now it's only 10 percent imagine that so if right now it's normal to you to buy stuff online Consider you're in the vast minority.
0: Yeah, we still fe- I still feel like we're in that stage of this where I've, I discovered Google as a search engine. And I think mm-hmm. like 1998, when mm-hmm. one of the engineers at Oracle walked up to me and kind of whispered over my shoulder, I think I was using Alta Vista back then. Wow. And he was like, hey, check out this thing, Google. And I started, the, and I remember being confused yeah. by the search engine because it was all just a white screen with just that one text box. And remember the old yep. portal search engines were like text everywhere and they had the little search yep. box at the top, but it was like basically a directory as well. Yeah, yeah. who was known for that? It's yeah, directory it was a ba- basically system, a yeah. directory. And then you, uh, with Google, it was just that one box and you typed it in and the search results were so accurate. Yeah. I remember thinking, oh my gosh, mm-hmm. I feel like we're just at that, at that, this is before Gmail came out, this is before yeah. Google Docs came out or Google Maps that we were talking about. Yeah. I feel like we're at that stage with Amazon, like it's, we're still at the stage that it's just that just this little text box and nothing else. And all this other stuff's going to be built around it and spin-offs. I, do you guys know much about wish.com wish.com mm-hmm. is a huge online platform, um, that I guess some engineers, I believe from Google or Amazon and it's taking off. So next time I'll, I'll, I'll look at the actual, uh, data, but apparently wish.com has a massive They're they're selling a massive quantity of goods Mm -hmm. through this service. I've never used it. I haven't even logged into the service. I don't even have an account. But someone was just telling me about it the other day, and how they are selling. It's ex Amazon or ex Google engineers who went over and built this Mm -hmm. thing, and the revenue target, the revenue numbers he was telling me were just blowing my mind. So there. Next time you guys come on, we can all talk about Wish. But yeah, I heard about them and. i'm just thinking like amazon's obviously the big kind of gorilla but just like you know gmail had you know there was hotmail and all these other services yeah. there's going to be other services just around that, that as well right for sure so, yeah. Um, yeah for sure
2: for sure with, the, with this so, but look at the uh, uh, idea of email so when we had regular mail you know you had to write the write the letter and then send this uh, put put post stamp and send it over to uh, you know to somebody when you had email you could do this much more easily when you have uh, e e-commerce right now so uh, at the time when you uh, becoming uh, a retailer you are just going global so it's just the doors are open everywhere so you can sell not only here at home but also in US in Europe it's just a matter of your imagination.
0: It's basically we're at a moment in time, which I don't know this is going to sound crazy, where all the brands up until this point are going mm-hmm. through this upheaval and many of them that can't keep up, like Sears, for example, big for brand, sure. right? Yeah. Big department store brand, just kind of getting torn up and almost being thrown basically just in the garbage. We're in this yeah. massive time of rebirth where all these brands that can't keep up are just going to die off and there's going to be some multi-million, billion-dollar new brands that rise from this whole new era. Mm-hmm. So it's just a fascinating time because I mean Greg you were what were you doing before doing e-commerce business stuff you what is your you're an engineer of some sort. That was else. a mechanical engineer yeah. did you ever think when you were taking your mechanical engineering Not degree really. you'd be taking trips to China and no, selling stuff on no. Amazon
2: No I thought that, you know selling it was just an evil thing Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You, <laughs> you were trained cuz where,
0: where were you where were you where were you did you go to school what uh, country
2: no uh, I, I was going to school first in Poland but then I finished university and yeah, college so in, in Eastern, uh, you're, you're Canada you're
0: in Europe you're in an area of Europe where you're yeah. trained to hate sales Yes, well, I know exactly. you I know <laughs> you because I know my own relatives <laughs> over in Europe it's just salespeople were just like yeah. evil. evil empire yes. you know it was all about math and logic right. and you know if there was any emotion involved in any sort of conversation or decision yes. making you were looked at as weak yep.
2: Even yeah. even here when I when I was in the corporate world so I was basically uh, in the engineering department, so I was the creator. So these guys were sellers, yeah. you know. So they, uh, uh, so they don't know anything about uh, product. <laughs>
0: yeah, I, I was trained the same way. Yep, here's the w- here's thing. the Wish.com look. Wish grew uh, over one billion dollars in revenue. Wow. That's July 2018. Amazing. So and, and
1: that's something else is that these companies that are coming out of nowhere. They're building up from nothing to hundreds of millions or billions in a couple of years. Yeah, look, this valued at
0: eight point five billion with more abil- more than a billion in revenue in two thousand
1: seventeen. And when I bet when did they start? I bet it wasn't that long ago. It doesn't look like I'm trying to find that now. Yeah, two thousand ten by former Google and Yahoo developers. So eight years,
0: yeah.
2: And that's that that cre- also creates a uh, different opportunities to uh, create uh, selling platforms, but also supporting sellers like uh, how many SaaS products, uh, you know, basically softwares that uh, uh, when we started, we had to do everything yeah. uh, by Spread- Excel spreadsheet. spreadsheets. Basically. Right now there are big, uh, in, like a small software companies which grew to a, uh, to a very substantial uh, level and then being sold for hundreds of millions of dollars.
0: Yeah, my only concern with some of this stuff is I don't know where it's headed towards jobs. Like I, Mm -hmm. we can make the argument that like, as technology increases, there's always new tech jobs that are going to come out, and you know as robotics uh, develops, there's always new, and some of them are higher paid jobs. I just feel that there's a base of the middle class that is going to disappear in front of our eyes. Mm -hmm. And as, as much as the opportunity exists for all of us who know about this, that's why I like sharing this stuff through a podcast like this. And we can kind of get the message out to anyone who wants to take advantage of it. I feel like there's going to be a segment of the population that just kind of misses out on this over the next 10 years, because things, you know, day to day things look like they're moving slowly, but over a 10 year period, you look back going, what the heck just happened? Mm -hmm. And I feel like 10 years from today, A lot of people are going to look back, and they're not going to have the skills that they really need to make of any kind of valuable impact in the economy. I'm just kind of scared for that type of environment. It's not the world that I personally want to live in, and it's just interesting to me to see how this all plays out.
1: It's hard to look forward, like even us looking back, you know, four over four years back. You know, what would you do different? You know, what. What would we, would we have done knowing now? I was
2: just thinking now. Uh, I remember 2012 when when I came back from Germany to, to Canada. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, Amazon is just... Uh, in Canada, it was always kind of small. But I was buying some some stuff on Amazon. And I said, uh, oh, how the heck are they doing money... You know selling you know phone uh, phone cases mm. for ten dollars how how much money you can make on ten dollars item and this is right now is just a mind blower you just uh i said to myself why didn't i do this like eight years ago yeah, yeah.
0: agreed yeah agreed I, yeah and and i just feel like i wish more people knew about this that's why i just it, it's cool that you guys are so willing because many people in your space are not willing so for those of you listening who think you know, maybe you've not heard about this stuff before. Greg and Brian are doing a very generous thing by just talking about what you're talking about now because most people who are making money in this space do not want to talk about it. That's mm-hmm. true. And I think of things sometimes like GM in Oshawa. There's obviously going to be a lot of people looking to do something new in their lives because of the plant shutting down over yeah. in Oshawa. Yeah. And I think, geez, who is talking to this amount of people? Because not everyone's going right. to be interested in doing this, but there's going to be a certain percentage of people out of jobs that yeah. could probably make a a killing for themselves or a good that's life right. if they had some of this kind of knowledge, but who's sharing this stuff? Like you can't go to, sh- you're, there's not one college I know of that you're gonna walk in and kind of get this information.
2: They have mm. one year right now to prepare. So that's enough time to start. I know small. agreed, it's yes, a beautiful year. It's a beautiful year. Laughter, when they close, they still gonna get uh, you know a nice uh, package. Mm, that's right. So it's just, uh, I don't know, this is a, a huge opportunity. Yeah. And where did
0: you guys? So where did, like, I know when I got into the website world, I had to do all my own research, figure out search engine optimization, figure out how to build websites. Yeah. H, back then it was HTML code and JavaScript and buying books on all this yeah. stuff. For the Amazon stuff, where where were you guys going to piece together information?
1: Well, we were you buying those expensive courses? And we've gone mm-hmm. through between us, we've bought most courses out there. Um, everything we could get our hands on, okay. and at first, like are Rick you talking said, about
0: the courses that are like five thousand, yeah, yep. five thousand,
1: three thousand, one thousand, yeah, you know, all the add-ons an extra two, three, five, seven thousand. Okay. Yeah, okay. my so my first
2: my first course was uh, I think four thousand US dollars, which uh, I I didn't buy the, f- uh, at the f- uh, for the first release, so I was sleeping a- on my decision. Uh, for four months and then they decided and uh, you know since that time we attended many different masterminds i
0: remember when this when 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 nick and i first realized okay holy smokes the landscape's changing we're not even in this space selling retail products but we want to keep abreast of this information it was one of the guys that we knew that was hosting a five thousand dollar kind of just two-day introduction Mm -hmm. okay we paid the five thousand dollar plane tickets hotel just to go sit for two days just so that we could understand this information that, you know, we're yeah. always looking for, everyone always has your plan B, always right. like yeah. we're always We always just want to know what's going on. Should we ever yeah. want to go head first into this world? What information exists out there? Yeah. But that involved traveling down to Texas, spending $5,000 yeah. because you just couldn't get the information elsewhere. And, oh, yeah.
1: and that's, a lot what, that's what we found is that most of the people teaching this stuff were in the US, they're American. And so while some of the information was very good and got us going, a lot of it didn't apply to Canadians at all. Just like, you know, looking back in the real estate world, a lot of the stuff when people came up to Canada to teach about real estate, you know, buying things, no money down, like that, that just didn't stuff didn't work. apply yeah, here yeah. at all.
0: Looking for information, people who are behind on their payments, but right. privacy rules are yeah. Different the in banking Canada. banking yeah. system the is banking completed. System. Yeah,
1: and that's been a big thing for us is the banking systems are completely different.
0: I remember feeling so ripped off, and I shouldn't have. But when I discovered in Ontario that banks, through you know, we don't have foreclav- foreclosures here, we have power of sales, mm-hmm. right. and a power of sale in Ontario, the banks legally have to list the property at fair market value. So if there's a million dollar property and the banks are only owed $100,000 they yeah. can't list it for sale for like $110,000 or whatever they have to list it for sale at fair market value uh-huh. and I, had, I was reading all these books where in the states they don't have to do that in a whole bunch right. of places and if the million dollar property is only owed 100000 the bank can let it go for like 100000
1: yeah. <laughs> I and yeah. I
0: just thought why can't i do that in canada <laughs> what a rip-off what a rip-off that the yeah. banks are the, they're, yeah, yeah. or no the laws here are so different but obviously it keeps a very stable l- level real estate yeah. market when the banks are forced to sell things at fair market value mm-hmm. so i understand now the value of that yeah. but there was a part of me that was like feeling like oh my gosh i'm just getting ripped off up here in canada you know but uh for um for anyone who wants to um learn a bit about this kind of stuff. What what are some of the income potentials that, like if if, if you were to tell somebody, they go down this path, they figure out, like Amazon obviously has some resources even on their own website, I'm sure. Yeah, that they're actually you, quite good. Yeah. yeah, okay, so that teaches you how to, like yep. what would you tell somebody, what would you tell someone like me who's like, okay, Greg, you know what? This whole star gig, I'm going in a different direction. I'm going to sell my little protein-shaped uh, <laughs> bottles. Like what what is the income potential of somebody going down this path Um, That really gives it a full-time effort and within like, I don't know, 18 months, can you make, can you start making a little bit of cash in 18 months? And and I know it'll be different on the product and whether you're good at finding an opportunity and that kind of thing. But like, what is the income level someone can make or, or from people that you have seen go down this, what can people do? What can you accomplish?
2: Get, like just ballpark I, I numbers. Would, I would say uh, start small. You know, start with one or two products. I
0: know, but you know what? Just screw small. Just
2: tell me what I can do. <laughs> what you can do?
0: Yeah, go like, to... What, what is it, like 18 months of like hard work and I'm going to focus on this. I know who to talk to. I know, you know, I, I know websites. I know technology. I kind of have done search engine optimization stuff before. So I understand searching for like arbitraging little opportunities, like seeing if there's a lot of sellers selling one mm-hmm. thing and not a lot of uh, buyers and vice versa. So, I kind of am walking in with a little bit of knowledge. What can I do in 18 months? So I think
2: 18, 18 months uh, with with this kind of knowledge, what you have, you know, easily $1 million. Uh, gross. Uh, yeah, gross. And what? Oh, yeah, in 18 months. Yeah. And yeah, then and we,
0: the
1: we, ca- don't, we don't want to sound like too yeah. spammy, but no, no. E- pretty easily, if you already have all this. Bank I understand cause so and we'll back business. up if anyone's listening to this and just hears that and thinks you can
0: go and kind of do that as a guarantee no. that's not what these guys are saying no, at all not. but you think it's possible for somebody if they really put their mind to it. Yeah. What We're, we what we, yes. from, uh, and, uh, what we see
2: from our uh, experience and what we see from other groups Yes, if you put uh, your mind to it, if you okay. Two more questions.
0: What are the margins you think on? um, I know it's going to be different product by product and stuff, but can you give me some guidelines? Like, what what would be my margins? What I mean by that is, what profit am I going to be making off my million bucks?
1: You're looking at twenty to thirty percent. Okay, so the margins net margin. Net margin.
0: Yeah. Okay. Um, like twenty to thirty percent. That's almost like software is bigger than that but yeah. I mean almost only software from what I've seen would be bigger than those margins
2: but this is yeah. after you pay uh, uh everything so advertising and uh, okay no, so all the expenses that's
0: right um okay uh and then how much money am I going to need to get started because to do that I'm going to need inventory I'm going to have to that's hire right. these guys probably the fastest way to get started is for me to actually go over to China with some guys and stuff like, how much money am I going to need to bankroll myself?
1: Well, each product right now, um, if you go directly to China, it's somewhere between about uh, 900 to $1,800 per product to get it rolling, per product, uh, for your first purchase. Um, and then it's however many products you want. But, of course, there's Not lots right. of variables there. Okay. If you go expensive… So yeah it's okay. gonna obviously be more and, and then more my inventory. biggest
0: risk factors in discussing this is that i miscalculate or I just choose bad product i choose the bad opportunity
1: like the mm-hmm. biggest mistakes
0: yeah. would probably be product selection i would assume
1: yeah i think it, i think yeah. it's it's judging like the your quality market.
0: of the product i feel like you can kind of get through right like yeah. some factory might screw you on some bad quality product but i feel like you can manage that the biggest mistake yeah. is going to be spending a lot of time and miscalculating where to focus what what product to start with, mm-hmm. correct?
1: Yeah. Most mm-hmm. of it's gonna be on you deciding what product is right for the market you're targeting. It's like the the most basic business thing. What target are you what market are you going to target and what is it they want to buy from you? So the first time you guys chose that, you were like, okay, I'm gonna choose the
0: market. Were you just freaking out? Well we were Because you don't know if it's gonna work. And you're going to spend a lot of money and time getting the product put together. Thing is, you never know for sure. You never know, and because uh, now it, I'm sure you guys are at the point where you're just like, let's do six at a time. One of these is going to work, and let's roll. Well, when that's because I know that's where everyone kind of gets to. Yeah. But at the beginning, you're freaking out. You don't have that much money. You're choosing one product, crossing your fingers, yes, hoping yeah. it works. So that's my. But big then,
2: but then after after the one uh, product, I still wasn't sure if that's going to go. So I, uh, even though. I decided to go with uh, another one, and the third one. So, meantime, when I uh, launched the third one, the, uh, basically the second one sunk, and I had to the kill it. The first
0: one—I remember the first one you started with. Do you remember? I think I bought one from yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are you still
2: selling that? Yeah, we're selling that.
0: I'm not saying the name <laughs> because I don't know if you want me to say the name of it. But yeah, you're still <laughs> selling it. Eh? Yeah. cool, cool, cool.
1: Okay. I think that that might be part of it too. Is that our early products did really uh, did quite well. So that, that also obviously helps. Yeah, it like, gives you the confidence. You guys, mm-hmm,
0: guys got right. in super early. So for somebody starting now, so you feel even someone starting now can make that number you were just sharing?
2: Yes no problem
0: yes so
1: there's all kinds of variables we can never promise no, I understand. it's always hard I understand. for us yeah. to yeah. say it's, it's kind yes, of like of in real estate can. saying
0: how much money can it's somebody exactly. make with real estate and my answer would be like are we talking one year ten yeah. years yeah. what mm-hmm. are the variables what are we you talking know, what about what are the markets the interest rates where are you buying type of property yeah. I mean, it well, also depen- can-
2: depends on how much time you're going to spend because yeah. uh, you know some people they, uh, they, they think that this is uh, this is just a, uh, you know, one hour a day. Yeah, a and m- yeah. And, uh, no, no, you were
0: answering, to be fair, you were answering the question as a full-time effort, all yes, in, yeah. full commitment. Full-time yeah. you can start. You learning. can start
2: this, you know, basically from 7 p.m. to 2 two a.m. and uh, you, you can still put some mm-hmm. hours, you know, equivalent to your full-time job. And that's
1: how you started. Yeah, that's I mean, what I you did. You literally started like yeah. that. And now, like, um, two trips back from uh, going to China, I came away with 22 new products. Uh, we launched 18 of them. By the time you're everything's said and done um, between manufacturers and everything else, so, so 18 new products in one trip. So like you said, going from like one product, not sure if it's gonna work, and it took something like four months for my first product to come together. Yeah. Uh, it was four months and uh, a few thousand dollars for that first product. I didn't really know what I was doing, it was really slow, there was lots of back and forth. They um, launched it and it's still selling today, now over four years. Uh, So that one worked out pretty good. But since then, I've kind of grown from there. Now we launch all kinds of products and just see what's going to work. Because the risk of any one product failing is lower than me missing an opportunity of launching many products and having one of them stick. Are you guys, how big are your, who's working with you guys right now? You guys are independent.
0: You guys are here together, but your businesses are independent, correct? We yeah. have
1: independent businesses, but we've now some started crossover. to do some stuff uh, together, especially to do with At, uh, how many people are you trips and
0: working? W- like how many people f- to handle these Amazon businesses? Do you have like a team? Uh,
2: for myself, uh, basically partnering with my daughter Patricia. So Is she still
0: traveling around the world. Yeah, God she's in where, New Zealand right time. now. She's, she's working <laughs> I, the Amazon business out of New Zealand.
2: Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I hire basically uh, a virtual assistants, mm-hmm. uh, so they mostly they are uh, in Philippines. So currently we hire about uh, four, five people. Yeah, got it. Yeah, so I've I've hired and let go and hired uh, a handful of
1: people. As you yeah, t- your, t- your real business. <laughs> hired and let go. Yeah, that sounds
0: like a real business. Um, Okay. So, and then what are you guys up to now? Like I know, uh, so thank you, first of all, for the last, I guess it's been one year or two years where you've been doing Amazon and e-commerce business building classes for Rockstar Inner Circle members. I just want to thank you guys for that because we're obviously a real estate brokerage focused on real estate, but you guys are part of the community and offer to give classes back as part of of the whole membership here so we really want to thank you for that well thank you and yeah, i thanks. know a bunch of rockstar members have gone <laughs> to china we get all the feedback we still haven't been to china with you i feel like nick and i yeah, just you have need to, to go yeah, I, yeah I, 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 you have to I, yeah. come you I have to I'm come in a- yeah, april yeah. my son's <laughs> been asking me more and more so i think we're going to at some point we're going to uh we're going to come over awesome and i know you've launched something um th- what are you calling it is it ecom, uh, your e-com elite no vip
2: e-com e- uh e Ecom VIP membership.
0: Yeah, and I know this was born because I know some Rockstar members were asking you guys for more and more That's and right. more and more For about stuff. a year, people were asking. like, Sure, it's coming. <laughs> we're going
1: to figure it out. And
0: I think I was warning you guys, like, guys, I don't know, man, just focus on your own businesses. This is too much. But you have, like, this is basically an education program mm-hmm. that you guys are launching now. Yes. So describe it.
2: Yeah, we launched this uh, in uh, last December. So we offer first for uh, 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 for the group that went w- uh, with us to China.
0: They were your guinea pigs,
2: uh, yeah, more or less. <laughs> so we are uh, building this as we uh, are going. But this is uh, it consists of a uh, private label courses. We we have their uh, 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 a website with the with the content with uh, some information that. Uh, Basically, uh, vendors that we are using, any information that uh, requires uh, to start this business and uh, procedures, uh, how to do the stuff, videos. So we actually had to do our own videos, hmm. and we uh, we have many like references for additional courses. So let's say how to do. Uh, uh, Facebook advertising, how to do many chat advertising. Uh, Got it. So
0: you're sharing how to do the yes, advertising and yep. beyond on Amazon. Yeah. Right. Got it. And it's both of you doing this stuff? We're yeah.
1: both doing it. Yeah. We're, we're doing uh, every couple weeks. We're doing uh, live. Um, so we're doing Session. live sessions, yeah. um, doing webinars, basically, uh, going on video online and uh, answering questions. Um, I think that's something people really wanted. Um, and it seems like the, the feedback on that's been good. Uh, we were doing live because a
2: lot, a lot of people ask us for uh, uh, support, for some uh, sure. cons- consulting. Well, and where do you we, go for this kind of support, we don't, right? we don't really have time right now. No, no, so I get, it's it. just, I get uh, it. it's, We are so busy, so it's better to uh, uh, create something like this, that we can offer our uh, help to uh, to a wider range of people. Yeah.
1: And we'll be meeting up live, too, every quarter. We'll We'll sit down live with people in the group and walk through any questions, issues, and hopefully... Uh, help build people's businesses this way
0: cool so if someone listening to this wants more of this program or wants to learn more do you guys have it outlined on a website now we do okay because yes. last time you here, do you remember the url you <laughs> handed out <laughs> I, I i'll do, never I, forget that was, url the longest was, <laughs> worst url that we've ever handed out so do you have some nice shorter url of something it's much nicer what yeah, do, what's is, the url now
2: it's ecomvip.com
0: ecomvip.com. Ecom with two M's? Yes. Ecomvip.com.
2: Slash uh, register.
0: Slash register. Why not just dot com?
2: Uh, this is the, uh, yeah, it's, it's, uh, oh, okay yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah.
0: Re- yeah oh you're saying slash register, register.
2: If somebody wants to go and sign yes. up yes. yeah That's got right. it That's but right. ecomvip.com the they can
0: go and find out some information
2: yes exactly
0: guys thank you for sharing this information i know you don't thank have you. to be sharing this kind of information i understand how much time it takes and stuff so thank you for coming on and sharing this kind of stuff and uh letting people hear this who haven't heard it because maybe someone has like you know a son or daughter in university that doesn't know yeah. what they want to do this could be information that's valuable to all of us as, which sure. is what i feel so yeah. i really appreciate you guys sharing yeah this.
2: thank you thank you and uh you know also thank you for allowing us to to do the even the free classes i think this is a yeah. really good opportunity for people that are interested in in e-commerce just to drop by and see cool. what what we are up to it, it puts
0: you on the hot seat when you teach a class too right like you does. learn exactly. the subject yeah. matter so yeah. well when
2: you're teaching
1: that class Absolutely. because you get
0: questions thrown at you and yeah. someone's staring you down yes yeah, so <laughs> so we really,
1: really also appreciate everyone in the classes and the groups that have uh, really pushed us <laughs> yeah, <you got laughs> it's, it's actually really helped us too Helped us grow. Awesome.
0: Uh, Guys, I want to keep having, as you guys kind of build your businesses and leak out little bits and pieces of what you're doing, I want to have you back regularly sharing this stuff so we can all kind of experience this journey together. Thank you, guys. We'll wrap it up. Thank you. Thank you. Hey, so hopefully you enjoyed that chat. Look, Not very many people are going to get on here and share anything about Amazon or e-commerce businesses. And the reason for that is when a new industry starts to evolve, most people go very quiet while they're off there building their businesses because there's a lot of opportunity in there they don't want to share. So we're very, I feel really grateful, both Nick and I do, that Greg and Brian are willing to share what they are sharing here. Um, And they obviously are really good guys, humble guys and when you hear them talk about some of the numbers that you can make in this um, opportunity they're throwing up ballpark numbers there's no way to guarantee anything um, in any business they're just trying to paint the picture of what is possible but they are doing this business themselves so they are talking from experience but if you're listening to this and you're hearing some of the revenue opportunities that you can make with this business remember there's no guarantees and they themselves know that you can't guarantee that but um, it is possible. So when I was asking the questions of how much money you can make, they're just throwing out possibilities. So just know that it's not a guarantee, but that opportunity does exist. They are doing it themselves. So if you're gonna get into this, make sure you get yourself some training. There's gonna be a lot of work involved. There's not like an easy color by number, step-by-step process for it. You are gonna have to make mistakes and learn as you go as as everything, um, as is with everything. Um, I think that's it for now. Until next time, your life, your terms.